0: Can you get tennis or golfer's elbow from playing your guitar, or any other stringed instrument? Hi, this is Alan Willette with the Tennis Elbow Classroom Podcast, and the answer, unfortunately, is yes. Whether you call it guitar elbow, guitar tendonitis, or guitar tennis elbow, I want to help you get off on the right track, understanding and treating your guitar-related pain or outright injury the right way. So whether it's affecting your strumming or your fretting hand, and whether it's your inner or outer elbow that's hurting, or perhaps your wrist tendons, stay tuned, and I'll help you avoid the worst myths, misconceptions, and pitfalls that plague musicians with these annoying, potentially disabling injuries. Let's start with the most common arm injuries seen in guitar and other stringed instrument players, tennis and golfer's elbow. Tennis elbow is at the outer elbow, and the worst pain is usually felt at or just below the little bony knob on the outside of your elbow, known as your lateral epicondyle. The injury is to a group of tendons that attach to that bony knob and the muscles of those tendons. These are the muscles that extend your wrist and fingers, the opposite direction of making a fist, which is flexion. Whereas golfer's elbow is at the inner elbow, and the worst pain is usually felt at or just below a little bony knob on the inside of your elbow, known as the medial epicondyle. This injury is also to a group of tendons that attach there, And the muscles of those tendons. These are the muscles that flex your wrist and fingers which is also the motion of gripping and of pressing down on frets. The key distinctions with these kinds of injuries often referred to as repetitive strain injuries is that they typically happen gradually as the effects of stress and strain build up. They often take many weeks but more likely months or even years to build up and begin causing pain. And this is what makes these injuries so damn insidious they can really sneak up on you. After all, you tend to just dismiss what are often the relatively minor early warning signs. You start to feel some tension and discomfort after playing for an especially long period, maybe after practicing a difficult set of chords. So you ice it up, wrap it up, and you pop a few anti-inflammatories. Maybe it goes away for a while, maybe it comes and goes, seemingly without a lot of reason, but eventually it just doesn't resolve with any amount of rest, and it just keeps flaying up on you. And as the pain intensifies and gets more persistent, starts keeping you from playing, perhaps even from sleeping properly. Start getting desperate. Begin throwing more things at it. Braces and bands, lotions and miracle creams, stupid supplements made from shark cartilage, maybe even a cortisone shot if you seek medical attention. Eventually, you realize you're stuck. Stuck in what I call the tennis elbow triple trap. So I'm really glad you're here if this describes you or you're worried it could very soon. Just by discovering and listening to this, you're one step closer to escaping that trap. Unfortunately, fortunately, the good news is twofold. These injuries typically begin to hurt well before any actual damage occurs. And the process that initially causes pain and eventually leads to tissue damage is reversible. You can reverse the injury process that's causing you pain, if you treat it the right way. Hopefully before it causes you any real damage, before it separates you from the guitar you love to play, or that you need to play because it's your livelihood. And even if there is some damage, it can heal, as long as it hasn't gotten too severe anyway. Unfortunately, there's also some bad news, starting with the fact that these injuries are not a simple easy matter to understand and deal with. And once it progresses to the point of tendon damage, it can be very challenging to heal. And Anyone that tries to tell you differently is probably also trying to sell you a miracle cure cream or device or something like that. As I said, it is possible to reverse the injury process if you treat it the right way, but conversely, if you don't treat it the right way, you don't treat it at all, it has this nasty tendency to not heal and improve, especially not with time and rest alone. Okay, so what is it about playing the guitar, or any instrument, that causes you harm? The causal dynamic of these insidious injuries involves four major factors, as I see them. One, the buildup of excessive muscle tension, which is exacerbated by poor guitar technique and bad posture, of course. Two, the gradual weakening of key muscles, also worsened by poor guitar technique and bad posture. Three, the formation of adhesions, which are literally stuck areas between your muscle layers and around your tendons. And when things progress far enough and get bad enough, four, the breakdown and degeneration of those tendons, of those muscles. All of which is gradual and all of which begins in your muscles. Now here's some more good news. You could be theoretically in terrible pain, including tendon pain, that's caused by the first three things without necessarily having any of the fourth. Why is that good? Because the first three things, the muscle tension, weakness, and adhesions, are less serious, and they're they're much easier to reverse than the last thing, the tendon damage. Now sure, tendons can and do heal, but they don't tend to heal very well or easily. Hence, the reason these injuries, once they really get going, can put an end to your playing and can ruin careers. Again, these things don't just happen overnight, though, and they tend to start hurting when the first three things reach a certain threshold, but generally before much tendon damage happens. And from my perspective, the biggest risk with guitarists, bassists, cello, and other string players has to do with their finger flexors and extensors. More on that in a minute when we talk about the right approach to treating this stuff, But first, here's what I see the worst regrettable but avoidable mistakes being made by people are. People, while in pain, confused, and not knowing any better, let themselves be guided, or should I say misguided, by the erroneous common wisdom and the advice of trusted, well-meaning, apparent experts. The standard approach to treating these injuries just doesn't usually treat these four things I listed. Instead, it treats the problem by Attempting to suppress the symptoms of it. This makes all of these causes worse, as far as I've seen and can tell. Having specializes in helping people with tennis elbow, golfer's elbow, and other tendon problems for over 15 years now. And the biggest pitfall, misconception, and treatment mistake of all revolves around the inflammation myth. The undead myth that just won't lie down and rest in peace. Like a zombie that keeps walking around despite being dead for decades. The problem is the idea that tennis elbow or golfer's elbow is a form of tendinitis, meaning that your tendons, which are the cables between your muscles and your joints, have become chronically inflamed. This is very rarely what's actually happening, however. Now I know it may seem to you, based on the burning pain you're likely feeling, that inflammation must be what's going on in there. It's obvious, right? But it's usually not what's really going on, at least not significantly especially when we're talking about a long-term chronic injury process, which we are. The fury-burning pain symptoms are the big part of the reason for the misconception, though, and why it's often so easy to sell you, sell other people, anti-inflammatory pills, cortisone shots, inflammation soothing creams, and on the idea of icing yourself repeatedly, all of which may reduce and relieve your symptoms temporarily, yeah, sure, whether they're caused by inflammation or not, but none of which will actually help you heal. The thing they won't tell you is that inflammation is a normal part of your healing process. I'm going to repeat that because it's so important. Inflammation is a natural, normal part of your healing process. It's part of the solution, not the problem. And that's not to say that tendons never get inflamed and stay inflamed longer than expected, or that there's actually no such thing as tendonitis at all. You should have a little inflammation in the beginning as your body tries to heal your tendons. But what happens with tennis elbow and golfer's elbow and several of these other tendon injuries is that your healing process often fails. And what ends up taking over as your healing process fails is a slow process of stagnation and degeneration that gradually weakens your tendons. And that process of damage by degeneration is called tendinosis rather than tendinitis. Once again, this is caused by that insidious complex pattern of three things we covered a minute ago. Muscle tension, weakness, and usually a lot of muscle adhesions. Whatever inflammation may or may not be there is not the problem. The problem is that healing and regeneration fails to keep up with the stress load on the tendon and it breaks down. The important thing to understand immediately or as soon as possible after you start having symptoms is that the answer has nothing whatsoever to do with reducing, suppressing, or managing inflammation. And I get it that this may be a tough thing to wrap your mind around considering how much information is out there demonizing it. So how do you reverse this whole nasty dynamic then? The answer is to first allow any inflammation that's there because it's part of your healing process. You don't, you don't want to suppress it. And then to mobilize the tissues involved, not immobilize them with braces and passive rest, to move and manipulate those muscles and tendons, to release your tension and adhesions, and to strengthen your weakened muscles and tendons, to do everything you can to break that vicious cycle of stagnation and degeneration and stimulate healing and regeneration and regeneration. Your tendons, if your injury has progressed to the point of damage. And as I mentioned earlier, I see the biggest risk factor with guitarists, bassists, cello, and other string players having to do with their finger flexors and extensors, especially those finger tendons in what are known as the synovial sheath area. Without going into too much anatomical detail, this is the area of the lower third of your forearm on both sides where the long tendons to your fingers run down and pass over your wrist joint. You have special fluid-filled wrappers called synovial sheaths that provide extra cushioning and protection to these long tendons on both sides of your wrist, hand, and fingers. And unfortunately, what can happen is that those tendons can actually stick to their sheaths. They can, it can bind up in there and get all sticky. You put a high level of demand on those finger flexor and extensor tendons when you have to repeatedly press and release those strings against the frets. You can get a lot of those adhesions we've been talking about. So it's not just muscle layers getting stuck to each other, but your tendons sticking, adhering to their own sheets, those finger tendons in particular. Again, all of those adhesions need to be released to truly break the cycle, and it needs to be done physically, by hand. You can't just stretch them out with a few stretches, or you know, rub some cream on, or something like that. It, it's too it's too stuck, and all this takes effort. Honestly, it can be a lot of work. Pills, ice, braces, shots, creams—they they don't do it. From my perspective, it takes diligent, focused, hands-on therapy to accomplish this. Yeah, you you could get professional help if you can afford it. It is a bit expensive, of course. Fortunately, you can learn how to do this kind of therapy yourself, though. See my article and video on the best tennis elbow self-massage techniques to learn more if you're interested. That's at TennisElbowClassroom.com if you're not already here. And while you're here, I would suggest checking out the full Guitar Elbow article, since it has details I didn't cover in this podcast, including several links to resources on guitar technique and posture, which is very essential. Also check out my treatment-specific articles on Heat versus Ice, Lotions and Creams, braces, acupuncture, dry needling, PRP, physical therapy, and probably most importantly, why cortisone shots are the worst mistake you can make. Hope I'm in time to help you avoid that one. And if you're at the point where you need more than just helpful info, you need a comprehensive guide to show you how to treat these vexing injuries yourself at home, then I have that for you too, including both tennis elbow and golfer's elbow self-help programs. However, if you're still in the early stages, kinda looking and learning, then I'd suggest you subscribe to my free video course, Tennis Elbow 101, where you'll get a crash course on the basics of these stubborn, confusing injuries from someone who's been treating them successfully for the past 15 plus years. One last thing, if you're listening to this on YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, or some other platform, please subscribe and leave me a rating. Thank you. This is Alan Ouellette, your tennis elbow tutor, wishing you a speedy recovery. Let's break your vicious cycle.